on, clap sync. Three, two, one. So nice. I use Audacity to record, and I think it just forced an update on me. Mm -hmm. Wait, um, so is it recording? Because, yeah, 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 it's recording. But like, there's this loop button now next to the recording button. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. That um, wasn't there before. They so if something's it, wrong with my audio, uh, my bad, I guess. Um, Don't touch the loop button. Actually, actually blame Microsoft and, and forced updates, really. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to touch it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to touch it. Don't worry. Don't touch anything, James. We got you. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll find out during this recording. Yeah, oh, my God. The listeners will know already. Like, if you sound terrible, yeah. they'll know. If, you, if you're not here and we're all just responding oh, to yeah. nothing like a ghost, they'll know. They'll also know that before they didn't really spend very much time editing the podcast this week and just released it like that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can't find that's James, right, you can't right. find James. I can't make him out of nothing. I guess I could I could redo all of his lines. Oh, my God. We could recreate it. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> oh my so God. funny. Okay. If James drops out, we have Raphael just recreate the James lines with things like... That wasn't my experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I was going to say, either do that or do like the uh, text to voice, like default voice. Oh, God. For all of James's lines. I'm just like, that's yes, also pretty good. I found this game to be very great. <laughs> yeah, James is for some reason just totally taken over by like the sort of like. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It just it feels like it's somewhat fitting for control, exactly. I mean, there hasn't exactly been the 1984 references that I was expecting to see everywhere, but you know, James could be taken over. I could see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hell Welcome yeah. to Control. Welcome to the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Where we play a game each week and then we talk about it. You know, this is why Elena needs to be here, though, because last week for Everspace, we did not introduce ourselves at all. Yeah. And now it's like Elena's <laughs> presence is here and we're like, we got to do the intro. It's the peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I just mm -hmm. keep everything on the rails. I know. You could use. That is listen, true. Elena, there's. Thank you for the peer pressure. If you want to use it for good, there's a lot of other things you can do. One of which is you can passive aggressively create time on my calendar where you sit next to me and I try to fix the soundboard. <laughs> oh, I want that very badly. Yeah, that yeah, would be Because then way. we can have all the good things back. We like all the good things. Like the intro song. The oh, intro God. song. We can have the next podcast clip. We could have the Dark Souls air horn. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what else. We is could on literally there. have a clip that is, that's not my experience. Yeah, Yo. exactly. It's a good clip. That's good. what I want. I want that one and the go to therapy one back. Go to therapy <laughs> was pretty classic. Yeah. Go to therapy was hilarious. That and I remember true. at the time when it came out, people were like, ooh, is it like a little like bad taste to like just constantly be using go to therapy when we're referencing all the things? And if, if you haven't no. figured out already, I think bad taste is like my specialty or something. I don't know. I fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, you guys saw McCoy the review. Boy is right? known for his trash takes. So. Exactly. Yeah, he hasn't actually yeah, had yeah, an award yeah. from that yeah. two years ago. Yeah. So like to me, it's like it's it's just better for that. It's better for I don't know. It just is. I think. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes for some great comedic timing. That's what I will say. Mm -hmm. I think we need to have the soundboard back by the end of the control block because it has to be here for Elden Ring. You think it has to be here for Elden I Ring? I think it has to be. I don't know Maybe how we, we record a Dark podcast Souls about horn. that. Yeah, without the Dark Souls horn. Is that not enough for you? I mean, that was a pretty lame Dark Souls horn. That was like sad and well. quiet. Yeah, I mean, you know, air horns well, are maybe Elden Ring is a pretty lame Dark Souls game. Ooh, exactly. So. And actually, if you want the really nice uh, segue into our current game that we're actually playing, I, I think this is one of the better Dark Souls clones that I've played this year. 
Is that a Dark Souls clone? <laughs> Not exactly. I don't but know it does have no. bonfires. And I'm like sitting there like, where's the next bonfire? <laughs> I, have to, I have to cleanse this bonfire. I feel like we've gotten to a point like Dark Souls as such like a zeitgeist. Like, save if, points if has... are now bonfires. Exactly. Yeah. Like literally anything. It becomes yeah. a Dark Souls clone. Like, oh, that's right. it has a D in its name. Dark Souls clone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and this one doesn't even have like third person combat in any similar way exactly no it's like very much not really related but it is funny because there are just bonfires around and you have to go like hunt around and there are shortcuts too so like you know yeah you know yeah, this game has awesome. level design and save points it's a pretty dark lo- yeah, pretty loose connection I, I mean, there i do think that the like when i saw the first like obvious door back to the start area i was like oh they took level design inspiration from dark souls (laughs) Mm because that's like one of the few things i know about dark souls is they did a really good job with that stuff yeah um and that might be where the comparisons sort of end did we say what game we're playing control control sorry just here to keep everyone on track Mm -hmm. i don't think we had yet what else you want to pimp the email like what's the deal (laughs) tyranny attempts at (laughs) gmail.com write in tell mccoy how trash his takes are oh god yeah please write in instead of reviewing that's just like (laughs) (laughs) no i mean leave a review leave a review if it's really bad we just got we just got a we just got a two out of five review that we've been um discussing extensively in our Mm -hmm. uh group chat I love um, the premise that like I would discuss anything like that extensively. I think they're entitled to their opinion. I think it was mostly uh, my discussion. Yeah, you were discussing, and then I was in there like I don't do Discord text discussions. <laughs> like I just don't. I I respond with sentences like periods. They did stuff. mention fake laughs. I know, which and you guys I think is yeah. hilarious. It is hilarious. Like, maybe they just don't know what laughing sounds like. Dude, I was sitting there today, like, like, thinking, like, what, what does that mean? Because here's the thing, right? Okay, we should. Can someone, can someone get this review before we start? We should read it, cause like, it is funny, and like, so what... I won't read it verbatim, but basically they say fake laughs, victim mentality. It's okay to not be into the game, but they made a mountain out of a molehill. It was about Loop Hero, uh, our Loop Hero. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to hear what spurred this two-star review, if you want to see that quality, <laughs> Loop Hero, <laughs> recommended greatly. Like you're using it to recommend an episode. Fuck it. I mean, honestly, like I would love to listen to. I really wish they would actually. So I'm, I'm thankful that this person would leave that because I love listening. Like so many reviews I see on podcasts that I actually know. Like I wish I could see the episode they're talking about because i'm like man i fucking love this podcast and they're like god it was shit like they were so whatever and you're just like really oh i would love to like know why like give me more details but yeah it was loop hero but it was like specifically like yeah like they hated the game or something which is funny because like i don't think anyone hated the game except for me um fair and then they were like yeah like and, and so that's fair like if you're like yo if you like loop hero and you don't like the fact that i don't like it that's super reasonable but you could tell that this person i feel did not get a great sense for the podcast because then they started to do generalizations that were not true. Like fake laughs. I'm like, who the fuck? That's that's you guys they're pointing at, not me. Or maybe me. Is it just me? Is it just my fake laugh? See, laughs? as I as I chuckle right now. I mean, I think this person just doesn't quite understand um the awkwardness that is recording remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That might be part of seeing it. people's faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just funny because I'm just in there like you guys, we can't take this seriously because they're talking about laughter. 
like in a way that yeah. like so i was thinking it could be a mixing thing you know we do do like compressors and limiters and stuff to try to make it so it's not like too loud on your ears when people really shout into the microphone which i do all the time um and so does james um, <laughs> but like yeah like i i don't know so it's possible that that does potentially make the laughs sound a little bit different sometimes because it's not quite as loud so you're saying we should just release the laughs yeah just like break people's eardrums and shit like break their car stereos and stuff but i don't know it's all good like you know i think it's super fair like you know we should just double down on the fake laughter where we then go laugh track that could go on the soundboard you guys and then yeah. we could just play that anytime there's real laughter we just overlay super fake laughter on top oh, of it god that's so cringe <laughs> oh, okay, so, um, james stop fake laughing would you but yeah so like it's just it's just that was the part that got to me because i was like listen listen you can hate the opinions but to think we're not genuinely laughing that's a that's a real uh whiff i say um and so that ain't maybe, it queen that ain't it queen that's right oh. that's right that's right oh that's oh, a good fuck. reference oh it's a good reference that's an off-air reference that is an off-air reference that is, that's gonna yeah, stay that's, off air we, we, we won't we won't go into that <laughs> reference but just know that that ain't it <laughs> queen that's right that's right queen man the the terminology of queen and king coming into to le- the lexicon is really bizarre to me it's very it's very hierarchical very like like uh because like i've heard it in a lot of contexts like and and referring to someone that you know as king or queen is like it's very strange to me it's very strange to me. A lot of people say it like really naturally and there's just like it's just another word to them. And I totally get that, but some people say it with this like this like air of the hierarchy that it is. And it's really truly like like stoking the other person's ego in a way that it's just man, in my old school or something, that that shit was off the table from when I grew up. You would not call people like kings to refer to anything. You know what I mean? Like does, does nobody know what I'm talking about here? I feel like it's just part of the internet discourse now. Yeah, I think it's know. part of the lexicon. I think you might be missing the the boat on this one. Really? Well, yeah, read up on the boat. internet, McCoy. Jeez. Yeah. No, I understand the internet, but like I've heard people like, like Do I've you? heard like like women refer to men as kings in, with like a like almost like oh. sexual tone, like like you know, oh, the king, got it, right? And no, I'm like, no, oh, no, no, that's not the king. Like it's Who's telling you no. that, McCoy? No one's telling me McCoy that. McCoy is consuming different media than I am. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's watching, you guys. <laughs> oh, again, no one's. I, I'm just listening to like ASMR on YouTube where it's just people calling me king over and over again in so much seductive voices. I'm like, I know, we're going to go into his history and it's just all that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, right, you're absolutely <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I just, no one else is like uncomfortable with those that terminology in particular i feel like it has like a real no no not all you They've go never king oh my god <laughs> oh, okay just, did you turn down your headphones before i this? turned them down but not enough not, not enough <laughs> <laughs> see that's one of those things where that's gonna feel super fake because we're like the the compressors are gonna catch that one that reverberated in my soul <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right talk about control control yeah wait was, was me saying all right all right all right all right not like a signal that i okay i right. think we just said it at the same time yeah i think yeah yeah it seemed like the same time moving on okay uh cool yeah i'd love to james you want to set this up it's, it is your block after all sure yeah so control is a game that came out a few years ago um i saw like the intro um up to getting to the director's office and i was really intrigued by that and I was 
uh, it was after we started the podcast, so I basically just stopped watching the person that I was watching at that point, and I was like, this game is going to be awesome to play for the podcast uh, when I have a computer that can actually run it decently. Um, so I put it on the back burner. Um, I think we brought it up, like, maybe Zoe, maybe me, maybe somebody else brought it up. Um, at some point in deliberations, uh, but finally, uh, I saw my opportunity to play it and pounced. Um, yeah, it's a game, uh, it's kind of like X-Files-y, um, like, there's weird, like, United States federal government, um, but also, like, strange paranormal stuff. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. Here's and how and you it's hard to just describe. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to describe exactly what this game is, only because it is very, very cryptic going mm -hmm. into it. Um, and the story kind of unravels as you walk your way through. But I think the first, like hour or two is definitely just a bunch of like what the fuck of like mm -hmm. what does this mean what does that mean where am i how is this situated and the world kind of builds around you and makes that stuff more clear mm -hmm. i feel like i want to put more clear in quotes but yeah like it you know yeah the other thing i would say is the way that you the audience probably remember seeing this game if you have seen it before is like there was some insane trailers before this game came out that like were at like e3 or whatever else or some shit like that some game show somewhere and they were just fucking awesome. It's like these giant like stone like blocks like that that are like coming out of the building that are like moving around in this like very organic but also like unnatural way. And you know, you're this you're the character that's like in the middle of that with this like weird gun that also has the same effect going on and it's just like a very visually striking bizarre looking game and I feel like it's one that everyone was like I'm putting that on my list. And then I also feel like everyone was like, wow, that's staying on my list. Like after it <laughs> released. Because I literally don't know a motherfucker out there that played this game. I But I know plenty that were like, wow, I really want to. I can't wait. Like it's so exciting. Myself included, right? Like I, I bought this shit really early because I wanted to support it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, but I didn't find the time to play it until now. I didn't, it wasn't just for podcast reasons. I also feel like I'll, I don't know. I literally don't know anyone that played this game. So I'm sure there are a bunch of people out there. It had some hype when it launched, but... I'm really glad to take the time to actually get to it now. Um, Cause I feel like if anyone else is in that same sort of similar boat, like, I mean, I don't know, we'll talk about it a little bit today, but I would just say like spoilers for that is you should play this game. You already knew that. <laughs> and unfortunately uh, we already knew that. I already knew that, but here we are. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think if we just want to go straight into a certain talking point, I think a lot of what makes me really glad that I've played this game and what wants me to encourage others to play this game is this is, we, we've played games in the past where like the combat is all right, but I actually really like the movement and combat that this game has. I think it's fun. I think yeah. it's engaging and I have just been having an absolute blast. Um, and I actually think that's maybe what daunted me about playing it in the first place, um, only because my first 
uh, memory of like seeing this game was I watched like a brief stream of somebody going through like the beginning levels or maybe it wasn't because it was a little bit further in and then like they opened up the weapons menu and I was like oh no this is just gonna be like RPG stuff and it's gonna be like it looks way too complicated for me and then there's like paranormal moves that you can do like this just seems like it's gonna be like a finger twister for me on the keyboard I'm gonna misclick and like not be able to like do what I want to do um combat wise but I think a you know binding the all the keys to like the right way that you want to play this um, is, yeah. you know, first of all, really great. But also I just think they introduce a lot of different play styles all at once. And yet the game isn't punishing if you don't choose to you know, use certain moves. Like you can choose like three kind of combat tactics that work well for you. And at least for the most part right now, like I'm getting through this game pretty handily. And I'm having a blast doing so, and the combat's not feeling stale at all. Yeah, um, it's just so. So it's also mm -hmm. like the foundation of this, and you know, Gabe and I were just talking about this last night on a walk, um, which was cute and all. But like, we've just always loved like physics in games, and this game has physics, and it incorporates physics into the fighting. Because like, I mean, we're definitely gonna talk about the individual powers and stuff, but like, just throw alone throw pick up and throw alone is it's a classic thing and kind of you know comes from all sorts of video games but also like star wars video games for instance have this all the time it's just super fun and when you throw things and you knock over a bunch of other shit along the way and like bodies are flying everywhere it's just a really enjoyable like visual like splendor as well as like gameplay splendor and the buffs you get for the throw are like insane it's like what if it just did 50% more damage. And then you're like, okay. Like, what if it's just a 50% damage again? You're like, okay. And so this thing is just like destroying everyone. And it turns out it's really fun to do so. And so it's like, you know, some games have like some really OP strat that's like, well, you know, it reminds me of, um, it's like fucking uh, Human Fall Flat, which is like a really weird comparison. But it's like the really OP strat was like to just do this weird thing where you could just climb the sides of buildings if you just did this weird motion. And like some people were just compelled to do that because it was broken. It would solve all the levels. But it's like, that's not fun. But like this, the broken shit is hella fun. Perfect synergy. Mm -hmm. Perfect synergy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree. It's, I, I th yeah, I think the combat's super, super fun. And just, I mean, honestly, just like delightful and visually amazing. And so, you know, we should probably talk about like what sort of platforms people are playing that I would we usually start with that sort of thing, but it's important because this is on, you know, consoles, of course, old last gen and next gen and also PC. Um, and I imagine most people here are playing it on PC, but. I'm curious. Uh, what are you playing on, Zoe? Uh, PC. I bought this actually on the Epic Game Store. Like, I, I think I bought this game two years ago about um, on a sale, and it's just kind of been sitting in my library ever since. So, yep. Mouse keyboard? That. Yep, mouse and keyboard. Got my ray tracing. Got my Valorant mouse with all my keybounds. Binds, like, <laughs> how I play Valorant. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, James? Similar, similar deal? PC? Yeah, PC. Mm -hmm. Definitely PC. Mouse keyboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loving it. <clears throat> On the mouse and keyboard. Just feeling great. Oh, that's good. Did you did you guys ever, I know we talked really briefly a bit, uh, about headshotting people and, like, how to do it. Did you guys ever, like, adjust your aim a little bit on that and, like, figure out how to headshot people? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair. Um, I, I mean, I think that, I, I mean, I think what it is is that, like, there's certain things that affect your accuracy that are un 
coded, uh, undescribed, and maybe there's some upgrade to that. Um, I see. But I, I think, think, the, I think the accuracy of uh, grip, I guess, the first gun mode you get mm -hmm. is not that high. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There are That's accuracy add-ons you can get, so I, and they're universal. There are ones that are specific, but there are ones that are universal. So I imagine that plays into that. Really? Because I haven't found a single accuracy modifier. Oh, interesting. Um, wow. I did get plus, like, 40% headshot damage, <laughs> like, as my first ever gun mod, and I was like, that one? Um, <laughs> that sounds insane. <laughs> it's... It's, like, so good. It's, like, just this, like, common gun mod for the grip, and it's just, like, ridiculously powerful, except that the accuracy is not that high. So, like, only every, you know, third headshot actually lands. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, it's still super satisfying to just, like... I mean, if you if you take really slow shots... It seems to, um, it seems to be more accurate, um, and like let the enemy stop moving, um, and recover. Mm. So it could be a a situation where they actually don't want people with like years and years of of practice on first person shooters to just trivialize combat with average with just like normal mobs I, I'm, I don't know like that's kind of how it feels um but it feels good to fight no matter what um even with the lowish accuracy mm. what about you Raphael? you're finding that you're on mouse keyboard certainly right yeah i'm also playing pc mouse keyboard um yeah i don't know i've been mostly taking slow shots with grip i think Mm -hmm. uh, to get those headshots. Um, but it does seem less precise than I'd like. So I, mm -hmm. I haven't gotten a whole lot of mileage on it yet, but I just recently switched to using Pierce. Pierce. Uh, Yo, Pierce and Pierce, bro. <laughs> I mean, Pierce, you don't even need to get headshots. It just kills them. No, Pierce just blows yeah. people up, dude. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, it was, it was funny. Cause like, okay, so I'm playing on, um, I'm playing on PS5 and controller as a result of that. Um, just because it feels like an awesome bed game. Um, because it's, it's like, you know, the options are like, yeah, I could play this on my insane Valorant monitor and headshot everything in a 40-mile radius, but the alternative is I could play it on, like, a much nicer, bigger screen with, with more detail, and so I think it's a more experiential game for me, so I chose that. And it's just like, it just felt like a perfect game for me to, like, sit back in a mm -hmm. beanbag chair and play. Uh, but, like, so, so it's like, there's a lot of different considerations when it comes to aiming, but yeah, Pierce is fucking insane. I love it. It's, um... It's like it's actually funny because I don't typically like these types of guns, the ones where you have to like charge them up first. Mm -hmm. um, but luckily, it doesn't automatically fire after a certain amount of time. I mean, it does like at a long scale of time, but like you know, you get many seconds of window to like release it. Um, so that's nice. Um, famously, they released a gun that worked very similar to this called the R8 in Counter Strike, and everyone universally hated it because it's like imagine trying to use this and <laughs> fuck it sucks. Um, but it would just automatically fire the second it was ready. And so you had to just perfectly be in oh, the second God. it was ready. It was horrifying. Um, but yeah, like, so at one point, you know, we were, you know, sitting there with the, the, the skill tree, right? And we're trying to, like, min-max our build or whatever. And, you know, it's the same realization that I try to race to this realization in video games if it's true. 
if I do need to maximize everything, then I will. But if I don't, I won't. Especially single player games. Like I don't feel the need to like min max aggressively. Like if I don't need to. In fact, I actually like min maxing a little bit less than normal because I like the difficulty to be higher and I like variety. So like I like trying things really. So for me, I was like, okay, I could make grip better and clearly destroy everyone. Or I could see what this gun's about. And I'm like, okay. And so I've like tried all the guns except for the shotgun one, the scatter or something like that. I haven't tried that yeah. one. Shatter. Shatter. Oh, shatter. Yeah, shatter's pretty sick. Oh, yeah? At yeah, close range. Yeah, quite good. Mm. Yeah. Like the shatter shield build, if you guys got the shield. Yeah, the shield, yeah. Shield's sick. Shield's pretty sick. It's just like, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like I, it, but I think that goes to show like uh, the variance of build, builds because I like I got the shield and I don't think I've ever used it actually in combat because I've been oh, yeah. using the like evade. dash, like, yeah, yeah evade well. mechanic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, scat scatter shield does sound like it'd be really awesome to like move up close. Like that does make sense to do as a build for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, there's some, like, late-game upgrades to it. You can make it so, like, when you're holding it, you recharge your stamina or your energy back. And then also, like, you know those guys that, like, blow up? They just float around and, like, blow up. You can, like, just shield those guys, and they just die. Like, and you don't take any damage. And it's just, like, gotcha. <laughs> Which is pretty strong. Um, that being said, yeah, I'm just an evade person because I love it. The one thing I'll say is that it's, like, kind of heartbreaking that evading is on the same energy resource pool as, like, you're throwing stuff. Because I'm just, like, throwing a bunch of things. And I throw my last thing. And then I'm, like, oh, shit, he's throwing a missile or something. And I, like, try to dodge. And my character just sort of, like, oh. and just, like, <laughs> dies. I'm, like, man, fuck. But truthfully, that's on me and my resource management, to be honest. But, you know, it's because mostly, like, at least on controller, right, it's, like, the precision of, like, peeking corners and stuff is a lot harder. It's a lot more about crosshair placement if you want to shoot people. Or mm. it's about, like, you know, using the auto-aim to your advantage. So throwing things is free on controller. It's probably free on mouse, too. But it's just like, you know, you just you just toss it at them, bro. And so you just look at them, and you just make sure you're strafing, running around in circles, jumping over things. So I'm hopping over desks, jumping around things, hiding behind stuff, and just throwing all sorts of crazy shit at them. And then when I'm out of that, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot them with Pierce every once in a while, blow mm -hmm. people up. Or, like, hit them once with something. They start staggering. Then I load up my Pierce and just, like, blow them up. It's... It's insane, and I would say, like, visually, it's really, really good. Uh, I'm, I'm playing on performance mode, which is not ray tracing on the PS5. And I chose that over my PC, which can do ray tracing. And I, you know, you'd think you'd regret that, and maybe ray tracing is amazing. That's super fair. I hope it is. Um, but definitely, this game just looks stunning regardless, at least. I, I mean, I think the performance version on PS5 is, like, runs super smooth, like, never hiccups, and it's just, just beautiful all the time. Like, like, did you guys ever, okay, did you guys ever had, like, some of these, like, really insane, it's, it's like from this line of games that maybe you guys have or haven't played, like, uh, Stranglehold, or, I think, I think that might be, like, John Woo's Stranglehold or something. Anyways, it's like this video game from back in the day where, like, you had, like, two pistols and you would, like, jump around and every time you would jump it would, like, go in slow motion and you would just try to, like, slow motion and, like, shoot people and, like, bolts would be flying everywhere and you could, like, slide across desks or, like, jump over things or, like just do insane stuff and so they would have you like one of the scenes is is in a well like a farmer's market or something and there's just like fruit everywhere and like you know like watermelons everywhere and shit and so you're just shooting at these people and all your missing 
bullets are like hitting these fruit and they're just like exploding all over the place and just like crazy particle effects everywhere and it's just fucking nuts so this game feels a lot like that in a modern day and i just i don't know i fucking love it man like like you know those like whiteboards that are like you know you can like draw on or whatever but people, like but like you can shoot them and if you shoot the top it'll like spin so you guys have you guys ever like shot the top of those like while you're trying to hit someone and there's like a spinning whiteboard behind them and it's just like fucking it's just fucking epic dude I had no idea that those things spin. Yeah. The I details in this game one. are beautiful. Like, just in terms of, like, also if I'm shooting in an office setting and, like, one of my bullets, like, goes astray and it hits a desk, like, there's a flurry of papers all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I don't know. I it's It's those little tiny touches that make the combative experience so great. And, like... Yeah, it's it's also great at the end of a combat sequence when you're looking around, you're just looking at the carnage that you yeah. just bestowed upon a room. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, like, because I like throwing whatever I have available. Like, sometimes when there's no props available, it will just pull up chunks out of the floor mm-hmm. or, like, out of these pillars. And so it's just, like, you will just see, like, the whole place is just leveled sometimes if it's, like, been a lengthy battle of sorts. Um, but I think so- that's just so great. Yeah. So spoilers for the story. It is the very beginning of the story, but you you get this gun that we're talking about that can transform into all these different modes. And in getting that, you become the director, right? And then and then you go around and like destroy this entire building. <laughs> I keep saying that, James. I I keep telling McCoy, I'm like, you know, this is all your problem now. Like, if you keep ripping, if you rip those, like, whatever out, you're going to have to replace that eventually. And I actually think that is such a perfect vibe for the FBI. But it's not technically the FBI, but you know what I mean? That sort of FBI government agent, because it's just sort of like, you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. You know, they're just like, listen, if I have to (laughs) shoot up my own office, at the end of the day, if we get the hiss out of here... That's worth it. Oh, his that's catching on. What a catchy name. Dude, can we talk about the cringe fucking dialogue in this game? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't know if anyone okay. else Go ahead, sorry. Oh no, go ahead, Elena. I was I don't know if anyone else is getting real strong um Life is strange. Life is strange vibes. But every time they do So you'll be in like dialogue with other characters, but your character, again, spoilers, has something going on, like another being slash person slash whatever like inside their head that she's talking to and so they'll do like these cutaways where like zooms in on just her eyes and she's like i don't know she makes meta commentary to herself being like i can't think of literally anything right now should i trust them <laughs> exactly or should i keep quiet yeah what exactly. should i tell her now do you think it's time and it's it's very it it gives me no, but the, it, it, strange I, vibes. But like, I wish it was just that. But it's instead like, oh my god, am I coming off okay? Like it's like literally like her anxiety is just like on the fucking front page. Like okay, yep. And then she's like, I don't know if they'll accept me as a director. I don't have a great resume. And then the person's like, Wow, thank you're here. You're the director. And it's just the whole thing is just like, okay, like like you just sit there like, okay, this game is awesome. And that that part, you know. I think that's like a whether you like that style or not, but it's definitely a style. It feels like a, it's almost like young adult novel style, like because it's just like she's just voicing her like inner monologue to you about just like random anxieties about like work or whatever. And you're just like okay, um, that's mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. And then like meanwhile everything else is like super epic. So yeah, 
I don't think it came off that way to me. Um, but to me, it, f- it felt more like it's trying to fit into this general aspect of unease that they're trying to put in a lot of the atmosphere of the game. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think that like talking to herself and talking to Polaris uh, fits in really well with that. Cool. That being said, like some of the, the voice acting is uh, leaves a bit to be desired. At times. Like, I think the voice acting is okay. It's, it's those cutaways to just her eyes that, like, really... And not even in a bad way, but they amuse me, maybe, is, like, the way to say it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She, she does have, like, a lot of snarky remarks. Like, whenever she talks to Ati is, like, one of my favorites. When she's just like, is he Swedish? Is that what I'm picking up on? <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's really... Cause it's, so this... this this game has, like, I feel like seven things colliding in this area where it's, like, the facial animations are, like, really uncanny valley and, like, the faces are, too. But, like, but I mean to say, like, they're really good and really bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, that's a good angle. Oh, that's a bad angle. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's like that constantly with, like, all of the characters and all of their faces. Except for, I think, the janitor who, like, I feel like they were all modeled after because I feel like they all, like, he barely moves his face and you're, like, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, like, someone else who's a normal person, like, barely moves their face. You're like, this does not make sense. Like, <laughs> uh, so I don't know. They have, like, that mixed with, yeah, some of the lines and and some of the, the voice acting and the writing. It's, it's I wouldn't it's say any of it's bad, but I feel like it is all in uncanny valley territory. And if you compare that to essentially the visuals at every other moment of the entire game being, like, 11 out of 10, it's just quite a juxtaposition, I'd say. Yeah. I think that's really fair. Like, um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Say what bothered me more about the like uh, dialogue was her insistence on finding her brother, despite the fact that like literally everybody is going to die. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so by the way, have you heard of my brother? And they're like, I'm just trying to survive right now. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, yes. we've been invaded by some kind of like paranormal supernatural force that no one understands, but is like taking over our bodies and killing us. And if you could help with that. But also you're the director, right? Mm-hmm. It is, it is ridiculous. And even, but you're like, but like the game like has that sort of like almost snarky tone where you're like, why do these guys trust me when I'm only the director for like two seconds? They don't know. And you're just in there like, it's a fair question. <laughs> You know, like it is a fair question. Why? Why do they and do that? It's a lot of questions left to be answered, really, because yeah, yeah like all of these people that you work around are just suddenly like all accepting that you're the director. Like when you walk into the building, you see photos of Trench as the director, mm-hmm. and then you get the hand on the service weapon, and the service weapon, I guess, chooses you, and suddenly all of the photos in the hallways are replaced by you. Mm-hmm. Everyone is just all accepting. And I think, like, most notably, like, I picked up a piece of paper off the ground that was talking about, like, um, what to do when you run into somebody who isn't supposed to be in the Federal Bureau of Control. Like, ask them what they're doing here. Politely ask them to leave. And, like, Mm -hmm. Jesse has outright told these people, like, I'm just visiting. And they're just like, yeah, okay, but you're the director. And I'm just like, something is off here. Like, I don't know exactly what it is. I can't put my finger on it. But, like, there's, yeah, just this unsettling tone throughout everything. When, like, Jesse trusts um, 
like what Emily Pope wants to do when Emily's like, oh, I want to run some tests on you. And she's like, do I trust her? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. And I'm just like, do what? Yeah. Are we OK with that? Excuse me. Like, it, it's weird because Jesse has her own conscious. Uh, I guess she has her own like consciousness outside mm-hmm. of us, the player. And we're kind of along for the ride in some respects. Um, and it's just let, left me in a very unsettled mood most of the time where I'm like, I don't know what is happening or what you're doing, but I just have a bad feeling about all sure. of this for mm-hmm. whatever reason. You know, it feels very uh, Portal-esque. It feels very Portal-esque. Hmm. Where it just, it feels like for some reason you're a rat in a maze. You know what I mean? Like things like when you pick up new powers and stuff, they'll be like, like, you know, like, I don't know shield accepted or like you know like successfully transferred or something it feels like you know there's this like outside force that's like trying to like hook you up and trying to like guide you and stuff and you're just like well what's up with that force and so you know this is one of those games that it has a lot of questions to it and if you enjoy that sort of thing where you're really just trying to piece it all together and it's like very eerie and creepy then like yeah like it's totally a good thing like i was i was laughing while i was playing through it because i wasn't like you know you know some people really do not like this level of uncertainty you know what i mean it, mm-hmm. Whether or not that they don't like it, like personally, they may just not like it as like a, they may not find it satisfying, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like to me, I don't know whether it's like the like artsy background or whatever. But it reminds me of like an artsy movie. It's like you're not gonna know everything, and we're just gonna see what they tell us and see what we can figure out. And we can make our own theories along the way. So from so, that angle, I enjoy it. Yeah. To clarify, we've played up through Old Boys Club, the mission, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of how these things work in the game setting, and I'm. I mean, I guess maybe I'll save it for the next episode when we're covering the story in more detail. Yeah, I think we should keep it surface level now, I think, since we had sort of a sort of open-ended... Um... Yeah, I, I do think it's worth saying, though, I feel like it's clear, even though we, at this point in the game, don't necessarily understand like how the whole director thing works, I think it's like pretty clear oh, like the that. people in the building seem to have like some... They have like an understanding of this, and it's like not the first time and like there's i don't know i just get the sense in at least when playing this game that like i don't know things will be revealed you know what i mean like i'm not sitting there thinking about like that things don't fit together right now like it all makes sense to me in terms of like i don't yet fully understand but that's just sort of like the mysterious weird vibe of this place it's like very unusual but it seems like you know there's reasons you're just along for the ride yeah just Mm -hmm. waiting but also, like, the directorship is a merit-based position, right? Like, you have to be accepted by the board and, like, prove yourself to them um, in order to not shoot yourself in the head. Um, and so, to me, I thought it was, like, kind of reasonable that everybody was accepting of you as the director just because of that. It's like, yeah, you've been a you have a reason board. to be there. Because you've been appointed by the board. Like, yeah. that That didn't, like, like yeah, it is kind of funny that they're all just, like, down for you to be there. But also, you're the only person who can kind of get them out of this situation. It's so video gaming in that way, in, like, the perfect <clears throat> way, where it's just sort of, like, yeah. the security guards are, like, you're, like, yo, you should just leave. I'll shoot all the monsters. Like, oh, thank God. And they just, like, leave. And you're, like, <laughs> imagine the security guards, like, with real guns just being, like, 
I've never even seen you before. You but brought again, it in there? Like, I don't think it is video gaming in this context. Like, I think, I don't want to use the word, I think the word uncanny is, like, the one that I want to use because of Uncanny Valley, it, like, is weird using this the conversation. But, like, there's, like, an uncanny nature to this whole place, right? Like, I, like all yeah, the sure. photos, all of the fucking paintings on the wall, like, turn to your face. I feel like the security guards were like, cool, it's that chick. Mm-hmm. Like, it all, I think that, like, that part of it. I don't think it's video gaming, basically. I think it like very much also, makes sense in the context of this like uncanny, weird, paranormal world that we're operating in. Sure. Like we can and force. They're throw also people. like super happy to not have to fight these like monsters that bullets don't work on. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and also that literally yours. are their coworkers. Right. Yeah, yeah. That part's a bummer. And you, you have a much better time dealing with them because you've never met them before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like like when you're like sitting there and you're like, sometimes the enemies come down from the sky. Like sometimes they're hanging in, in the sort of sky here. So like I think I just, I see one right here. What if I shoot this guy? And then you learn later like, oh no, that that, that was just a person. <laughs> that was that never going to be an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. I, yeah. I, I have definitely just like cleared out some rooms to stop the voices. Mm. Um but then I felt bad about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I would just say like listen, like I you know, we, we jumped straight into the details. I talked a little about the outside of it, but yeah, and, and we've hinted at it here and there, but I just think it's it's really fun. It's just really mm-hmm. fun. And yeah. it, it it uses its like triple A game systems that are not super deep to like push you down the path of fun combat and quick progression. Mm-hmm. Like and if and and right. that's probably the plus sides of those systems when used well. It's like it's like they they do in fact like get you down a path. Like you feel like you're progressing pretty fast, pretty hard. And it's just like I'm progressing really fast. It's through incredibly gorgeous scenery constantly, which you can choose to look at as much or as little as you want. The scale is incredible. Like, you just look up and you're like, oh, my God. It looks so incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. And just the set pieces are insane. Like, dude, when you walk into a new place and it pops with the text on the screen, you're like, bam. Like, damn. Like, the control center. Like, sick. Um, It's very cinematic that way. It's mm -hmm. kind of like what I feel like a lot of, like, TV crime dramas that Brandon watches does where it's like, person exits out of the elevator. Boom. Mail room. Yeah. off screen mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's just yeah. like let's fucking go like i i do really like just how cinematic a lot of these set pieces are as well but like even that said and done like you talked about how beautiful the scenery is but like the the scenery also just feels so like real to me like so far in the game they've had a couple jump scares but i feel like the most jump scares i've had are just like my own character's reflection in an (laughs) office glass all of a sudden where i'm just like jesus christ (laughs) oh that's me (laughs) never mind then you shoot it down it blows up and just like there's papers flying everywhere and shit yeah god i love that like your melee can just like smash the glass windows yeah Mm -hmm. of the office yeah i mean everything you do can smash the glass windows but it's like you'll see a door that's like security clearance five. <laughs> yeah. And and you're just like, oh, but it's a window. Smash. 
<laughs> exactly. It's like security <clears throat> clearance five or the mildest prey instincts of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like shoot that thing. No, it's it's totally true. I love that. And like shooting through windows and just I, I do also love that they do this is the dumbest thing in all video games like this, but it's just a convention that exists. And it's it's dumb, but it's also like I don't mind it. It, it makes sense to me. But it's like you can just destroy everything except glass that has like a, a thin great wire through it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that yeah. shit's invulnerable, dog. Don't even fucking try. McCoy got really mad at one point because there's a point when you're walking through and you come out with some glass, but like the monsters have broken it or like the hiss have broken it somehow. And McCoy was like, trigger. I mean, he was so mad. He was like looking at it, but like, look, they fucking broke this impenetrable glass that I can't break with anything. Mm-hmm. But no, there you get to break it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just funny. Mm-hmm. But like, but you know, that's just because you can't, you, sh- you can't let people break everything. Like, you can't break through, like, the pure... You can break the surface of, like, the concrete and stuff like that, yeah, which is truly awesome. Break through and it. that's, by the way, why shield, which is, like, a cool ability that ends up being cooler if you upgrade it. Um, but it just looks sick because you break all these fucking fragments off the ground uh, and they just all come protecting you. Mm-hmm. It's just so it's just sick. I would say... Yeah, I would say that they... This is a strange comment, but they nailed the like lighting and the white balance which is like a very strange concept and if you do any video editing or more advanced video editing you'll understand it but it's like the white light and the red light and just like all the different lights in this and like when you walk down a hallway and you look up and there's like a a, a like a bunch of rows and columns of lights up on the ceiling like all in that really creepy like fbi sort of way like and it just it illuminates the, the room in just unbelievably perfect white light it's just it's i mean it's, it's astonishingly good it's just it's just delightful um and that's why the ray tracing actually i mean is so fantastic is because the lighting work that they put into this game mm-hmm. is just top notch that's awesome um and so i've been playing with the ray tracing on and i think i might have taken a, a reasonable fps hit because of that sure um but it's still like perfectly playable but I'm just like reveling in the reflections. I don't know. There's something about playing a video game with like good reflections. Yeah. That's just like it makes me smile like half the time I see one that's like <laughs> just just there, you know? Yeah. Um like I literally just like started dancing on a desk just to watch my reflection do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, cool. That's awesome. In the in the like astral plane area when you like learn new abilities and such, like I thought it was so mm-hmm. cool when like you knew an enemy was around the corner, but it wasn't because like there was any sort of detection system, but like I saw that enemy's reflection in like the side of like one of those like platform things. And so it's just like I knew that I could just peek and shoot. Um yeah. and that sort of detail alone is just like really it's it's oddly natural and it takes a while for me to like actually sit down and realize like that is a marvel when it comes to video games like they could have just made these surfaces like matte black easily and it would still have fit in with the environment but like the fact that they make these glossy surfaces that seem very sterile and like i don't know very uh futuristic Mm -hmm. like it really accentuates the experience well hundred mm-hmm. percent and it's it's just amazing and it's it's one of those things that light i mean personally i think light is one of the most beautiful things ever 
just of all time just i just i just love it it comes from photography and having to really think about it and like thinking about what's harsh light and what's not harsh light but yeah just watching light play with stuff is just it's just unbelievable it's just unbelievable and the game is just constantly presenting you with amazing light opportunities and and like even just like some of like the particles when you blow things up like you'll break some you know kill some creatures or whatever and they'll just be like this like these like i don't know how they don't know they're like they feel like they're like embers or something that like you know dance around on the floor basically after you like like shatter someone and just like and also like all the smoke effects from like your gun and, like the shake of when you shoot it and just it's just it's just joyous to watch and mm-hmm. i i don't know it just turns out that like that stuff matters yeah like kind of like what you guys are all saying like that stuff matters you easily could have made this game much less pretty and I don't think we'd be as kind to it, but it's just truly enjoyable. And it does in fact make you feel powerful and it does in fact feel fun. And I'm not sitting here complaining about balance. I'm just sitting here throwing shit at people. Like the first thing I did is I was like, I can throw bigger things. Oh, I can throw people at people. That's what I want to do. That is what (laughs) I want to do. Have you gotten there yet? Yes. Is it awesome? It is awesome. Yeah, you basically like, so you can, you know, like the guys that, that blow up, you can throw them at people, which is hilarious. And they blow up Ooh. on people, which is awesome. But you can also like, you can kind of chain it together in some ways where like you throw one person at another person and that kills them. And then you like pick up their body and then you throw it at another. So you're just like throwing, like starting this chain of bodies at everyone, which is just ridiculous. Uh, and That's super, awesome. super, it's super fun. Like, like a good example is, uh, you know, that, that power where you can like mind control people. Yeah, seize. That's what I mm-hmm. choose a lot. Seize. I don't have that power. Huh. Soon, probably. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably from a, a side quest that I have. Yes, I do believe it is. Haven't found where it is. <laughs> yeah. Because I looked at the map and I was like, where is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. <clears throat> like, it. Pro- yeah, probably. I know it's just funny because, like, I was using that a little bit and then I was just sort of like, cause it takes so long to like mind control someone at least. And I don't know if that's something that upgrades over time or whatever, but it's just funny. Cause it's like my time to kill these people is like so low. And then I'm I just did mo- find a modifier that was like minus 50% time. Okay. That. Yeah. That's what I've done. And it's really, really quick once you get that modifier huh. in okay. my opinion. Yeah. That's That's cool. Cause otherwise I like it. It's, it's cool. But you can just kill them really fast with anything because <laughs> they have to be low health anyways. And so I was like using that a bunch because like sometimes in a game like this, I instead of optimizing for killing everything, I optimize for like almost like variety and, and like joy of like visual splendor. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm throwing people, I'm shooting people, I'm knocking things over, I'm meleeing sometimes, I'm jumping up to people's faces and meleeing them. Just because, like, not because Melee is good. Melee is not good. Melee is like, do you want to die? <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun, especially if there's like a like a guy left and he's like behind some shit. You're just like knocking things over. You just feel like a god. And so I was microcontrolling people, and I was like, "Why are you doing that?" And I was like, "I, I don't, I don't really know." So I'm kind of <laughs> it's not my build, so I think I'm gonna stop. Maybe if I find that upgrade that you guys have, I'll consider it. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's just it's just a bunch of really cool, fun tools. There's there's one more that I haven't gotten yet. I know that. I can see from that. Yeah, it sounds like though, like a lot of the a lot of the modifiers are random yeah, for the most part. So I feel like play styles are also determined just by what kind of modifiers you end up getting. Like I know like along with C's, 
um, I use grip a lot. I use spin a lot. But then otherwise, I like to jump, dash, and melee because it just makes this very satisfying like cadence of just like jump, dash, bam, jump, dash, bam. And so like that's what I just do everywhere. And I'll see is like a couple people here and there just be like, oh, there's a big guy in the corner. Go fight him, please. (laughs) I don't want to deal. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just epic, man. The dash is epic. Like, if you upgrade your energy or like when you have more, like, you can do a bunch of dashes, you can do a bunch of shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's sick. Right. And that's, I can do that because a lot of the modifiers that I got were very high level, like, energy recovery modifiers. So mm. basically, I can string a lot of moves together and, like, instantaneously, my stamina's back up. Um, so I never get tired anymore, which is a joy. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, it's just about having fun in the game. Like it's not anything more or anything less. So it's just like, just do whatever sparks joy in, in your combat. Cause like pretty early on, I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm beating these guys pretty hard. I mean, some bosses are hard from time and again, but like, you know, for the most part, I'm beating everyone. And then it was just kind of like, how can I do it in style? And it reminds me of like how I used to play games way back in the day where like style was my primary thing. And I just have played so many multiplayer games since then that I feel like, I've gotten into the whole, like, well, I've got to be optimal to some degree. And, dude, I think optimizing for style and fun is way better in single-player games. It's way better, unless you get fucked and you can't beat the game because you're so weak. Um, Which can happen, (laughs) and has happened to me before. Because I'm just, like, sitting there with my hilarious build, and then they're just like, well, you can't progress because you didn't actually. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I I think we could lightly talk about the the armor mods and stuff. Um, Like, the armor mods and the gun mods. Because, like, this is, like, the... The, the the world itself is pretty loot sparse there are these like chests which is like it's a fucking triple a game so they're gonna have fucking chests especially from this era that's what they did in god of wars and everything um and they do the same thing they do in all the other games which is pop open and have like the least satisfying output possible which is like ooh, an upgrade resource and you're like <laughs> sick dude i will say i but think it's least... way lighter in this game than it is in so many other games like there's really not a lot of loot that you're being forced to go find mm-hmm yeah, but it does like it does incentivize you to like maybe climb up on that thing that you wouldn't have otherwise climbed up on. Right. Yeah, um, that's true. Or like go search that weird hallway room that you're pretty sure there's mm-hmm. nothing else in. Just like a weird. Yeah. Can I jump on top of that sort but, of situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm actually searching most of that stuff um, not for the chests but for the uh, documents. Mm-hmm. I've been reading every single document, which is like not like me. That's not like <laughs> you at all. He never does. Like I didn't, I didn't listen to any of the audio things in in Bioshock, right? Like that's. I mean, maybe I should go back and actually do that, but um, you should. But like, I'm I'm just really enjoying, like, discovering another thing and then pausing everything just to read the document. It's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been reading everything too. I and mean, I guess that's more usual for me, but I've been enjoying it. I was going to say, Raphael, who read everything in Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah you were definitely so. mentioned again in our playthrough, Raphael. We were like, Raphael, read that. He's got yeah, it. He'll handle we'll it. We'll ask him later. Oh, have you guys not been reading it? No. Mm-mm. Interesting. I would say the one thing that like has been really annoying is the the trench videos. I hate those. Oh, I like really? those. Which one's the trench videos? The hotline. The previous videos. director. Yeah, the 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 hotline videos. Yeah. Wait, I the ones really with the scientist guy? 
No, no, no. Trench okay. is the director. Okay, that's Trent, what I thought. I was like, he, Trench is the is the it's the videos where there's a like a a seven second looping video, um, and then him talking. Yeah, um, and it's mm. like this this could have been an email, <laughs> 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 or at least could have been an audio log that you could walk around with. Yeah, yeah. What's, well, what's really interesting is as you're walking around though. Yeah, some of them do, but it seems like there's more to it when you actually go into your inventory and like read it or listen to it again. Yeah. I'm not sure like um, what's happening exactly, but it, I guess it like gets cut off or something hmm. when you're walking around. And then sometimes the introduction to a video of the, of darling, the, the scientist is like, you're looking at trench watching the video, which is like really weird and interesting. Um, but like it'll cut off the first 35 seconds of the video <laughs> which has some important information in it um mm -hmm. so if you go back and watch the video then you'll actually get more and these uh, videos by the way for the uninitiated are real actors yeah, uh, yeah. it's like fmv yeah. yeah and that's apparently this studio's like style allegedly i remember hearing some podcast talk about that i can't confirm hmm. that myself because i haven't played any other games i don't think um but apparently that's, like, one of the things that they do. Hmm. And they just think it adds, like, a weird, creepy element. It totally does. Yeah? I think it's really well done in this game, actually. I like them. Yeah, me I too. like all of them except the ones from Trench. But even so, I like, like I like the Trench, effect sometimes, like, at least at the very beginning when you're walking through a space and you kind of see, like, the slight holographic FMV of, like, Trench in the distance, like, mm -hmm. like talking to you. Um, I do like those a lot. Like that, that effect is very interesting. And I think, I don't know, just very unique. Like we talked before, like in Seno, in the Senoa podcast episode about the, like how disjointed it might look when you add animation with full motion video, like right next to it. Um, I think it works for the most part of this game. I think there's a couple aspects where it definitely looks like very disjointed in some ways. Um, but I think that's just what happens when you animate and then put a live human next to them and you're like, holy shit, <laughs> uncanny valley. Exactly. Um, it's just suggesting the comparison. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But, uh, I, I'm enjoying the darling videos personally. Like I think yeah. we, when we talk about like this unsettling nature, those darling videos, yeah. like there's just a couple, a couple of them that just have these like weird cuts to them. Or like there's these weird facial expressions that darling or his assistant suddenly make, which makes you just be like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. What, what's going on? <laughs> it really does yeah. feel like they're putting on a show and a face. Mm -hmm. There's actually a good, uh, like Lord tidbit. Uh, in the reading, I guess, where the assistants are talking to each other and they're like, why does this guy, like, why is Darling even putting us in these videos? Like, I feel really awkward just, like, hanging out there. We don't even do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't gotten that one. Hmm. I like it. It's good. But yeah. they do literally nothing. It's great. Yeah. They hold coffee cups. They look yeah. like they're writing notes. Yeah, but like so much looks like they're fake writing notes. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. looks like they're, I mean, that's probably what they're trying to do. I think they're like wonderfully acted. I really like the guy who's playing Darling. He's such a like yeah. weird uncle kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, like, it's, he's it's, very yeah. charismatic, but it feels very like almost fake charisma but yeah. also you can like, I don't know. I feel like the actor who plays Darling is someone who could you, you could like 
pinpoint in like a, as a family member or as like a friend you know where you're like ah i know this guy mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah i agree but what about the threshold kids though oh mm-hmm. they're the so fu- they're so disturbing mm-hmm. i, I find it. those threshold kid videos like really upsetting mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i like curled up in a ball after like i think it was like the second one that i watched oh that no was, there's like, more than one yeah yeah, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> What what are these videos? They're on like the TV screens that you can watch. They're like uh it's it's live acted puppet yeah. shows of um and I think you read a piece of like a piece of paper of like it's a an employee's way of teaching kids the way of the bureau. Um like specifically uh-huh. kids whose parents work at the bureau. You know, what happens when your parent just suddenly dies for redacted reasons and i so haven't like, seen these they're good oh you god. gotta find them james oh they're my god. extremely <laughs> disturbing yeah i haven't like are they in a specific location like they're maybe. just in offices like on tv screens yeah you have to interact oh, with the, the tvs i wonder if you have to interact with them but you get that good view oh you. you can interact with the tvs okay yeah mm-hmm by the way, all the technology is like old school, like, you know, like tapes and fucking like old school TVs and mm-hmm. like just, oh, I love all that. Yeah. Like, there's like, and like projector video players yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's a trope in these kinds of settings where it's like, I don't know, yeah. secret government agency that handles weird stuff. Yes. But yeah, yeah. I, I liked that in this one, they actually had a reasonable reason for why. Like in this, it's like, okay more advanced technology has greater complexity and is more vulnerable to like paranormal influence. Makes sense. More but also havoc, like mm-hmm. I, I read that redacted that note with redacted information that um, older technology has had more time to enter the cultural zeitgeist. Um, and so newer technology like seems to explode in the oldest house, which is the building that you're in. Like, because it hasn't been assimilated into our cultural, like, understanding of things as effectively yet. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's, like, a lot of weird... I'm I'm not an expert in Jungian psychology, but it's been mentioned multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jungian philosophy, that is. yeah yeah interesting it's cool like it's just it's as little or as much as you want to consume of this it's very interesting and very weird i i feel like i don't know like i what i'm trying to communicate is like i feel like the beginning of this game and like the setting of the the story like context and stuff is really odd to me. It feels like it's missing something almost like uh, even for like an artsy video game, that's supposed to be a bunch of questions. I, I felt like oddly like it's, it's very like you just jump in mm-hmm. to like a given day of this person's life. And then like half the people in the story are just like hard explaining to you, like as we both know, but then even then I'm like kind of confused. So I don't know. It was interesting. But then it's like you look around and it's just so much really, really good stuff. So I don't know. I think that's intentional. Yeah. But see, I, I We'll find out, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 I didn't have a problem possible. with any of that, I think. 
there no. was like one reference. Well, I guess there's the stuff with her brother, which is a reference to her before. But then there's also one reference when she's in the office of the director. And she says, like, it, it sounds like things have calmed down a bit outside. Mm-hmm. And that is still like a loose end for me. I'm like, but mm-hmm. what was happening outside? Right. There's so much. There, yeah, there's it. it yeah, I sorry. I guess I just think that like, I think that's like the air of this game. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. this game is very like unnatural, uncanny. Like you're gonna put things together as you go through, and like there's just weird shit happening everywhere. So maybe maybe that's like a, a free pass for the story writers to be like, mm-hmm. I'm just accepting anything at this point, but. At least for now. I guess we'll see how things wrap up next week. But for now, and like for the beginning of the game, I just kind of accepted most of that, like, unknowing or uncomfortable. I guess with being like, it's a weird game. Weird stuff's happening. We'll figure and it out. And I will also say, like, this is almost also a game that requires a sec. Not not necessarily requires, but it's helpful to have a second playthrough just to kind of reframe a lot of the dialogue with the context that you already know like i'm watching i'm watching a let's play um alongside myself playing this like i made sure to get pretty far in the game before i've started watching this other one and like already there's like a bunch of very early game details that suddenly like you hear it again like either it's because i've heard it a second time or it's because i have newfound knowledge that i'm like oh this is what that's referring to like yeah for the longest time you don't know who polaris is um all you know is that sometimes jesse will talk and there's this like kaleidoscope kind of Mm -hmm. light effect that happens and so for the longest time you know i'm thinking to myself okay like who is this like is this her brother talking to her like she's finding dylan and this is dylan's way of communicating with her is she talking to the player Right. Is she talking to the player? Like, there's all these questions. Like, later it's revealed, okay, it's this, you know, female presence named Polaris. We still don't know a lot about Polaris at this moment in time in the game. Um, But even just watching those beginning scenes of her talking to Polaris just kind of helps recontextualize a lot of what she is saying. You know, like, oh, you led me here. Like, you're the whole reason I found this place. Um... And you're like, oh, this makes sense now. Like, I think the one that I'm actually very excited to uncover more of is Ati, the janitor. Yeah. There's a brief line of dialogue at the very beginning that I caught just watching this the second time through. But she's thinking in her mind, she's like, you know, Ati, Ati's a familiar face for me. And then Ati says out loud, like, ah, familiar face. Like, he... Mm-hmm. he talks back to your inner thoughts exactly. and so i'm like oh there's something wrong with this guy like there's something up i don't mm-hmm. know what it is also I'm he so says intrigued. yeah I you're that here for the interview to be my assistant <laughs> and then you go and interview to be the director um <laughs> which is like funny but also like maybe correct because based on the way that this building works and like the mold that we haven't even discussed or interacted with much at all. Like it seems like, but like there's, there's stuff on all of the walls, like warning people about the mold. Like maybe the director is kind of the assistant to the janitor here. Like also (laughs) he seems to be like a weird super. Yeah. The janitor is not just a janitor. There is another like, lore tidbit about that 
it wasn't very direct, so I'm not sure, but Well, there's there was a few. One of them was the portrait of the janitor in the entrance hall to this mm -hmm. building. Um which mm -hmm. is but it's his backside. Um so that's interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean like when you meet the janitor the first time, you're like, okay, so this guy isn't even real. And then, yeah, like, you ask someone about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, he's real. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's something super up Why did him. they show him in that, like, dark room with the, like, light on him? Like, it was just, like, the scariest shit alive. Um, yeah. No reason. Also, this whole thing about, like, there's, there's going to be an invasion of the oldest house. Um, and then there's the hiss, but also you show up. Like that's that's an open question for me. Is like, are you the invasion? Uh, you have kind of taken over. Um, well, yeah, and you're like synthesizing all these objects of power that are otherwise destroying everyone else. Mm -hmm. you know yeah, I mean? and, and you're just you're, like, cool, sick, a shield. Right, and and they work way better for you. Way like better. Like the the throw ability that you get, like the best that they've done is like three dozen pencils and a coffee cup. Um, and you're just like picking up like massive rocks and th throwing them at your enemies. It, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to learn what's going on with all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think like you just might be the hiss. Right. Exactly. Are you the hiss? Are you related to the hiss somehow? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely one of those games yeah. that I'm excited to just like watch it unravel. Mm-hmm. Just let it happen in front of me. And hopefully it unravels yeah. well. But there's definitely yeah. a bunch of weird shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... um, I will say that, you know, it's not a perfect game. It does have some giant, giant flaws. Like, one example is... Oh, yeah. Are we going to talk about the quests that pop up? Well, you know, I was going to set it up. But, oh, you know, you sorry. can just... You know. <laughs> no, you go ahead. <laughs> you can edit this wait, out, right? Wait, wait, wait. Elena cut out there, so McCoy go on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if I did edit you out there? Just, like, straight up. It's just, like... You just beep me. Beep. Yeah. I put the, like, fake laugh track on top there of you. Like, no, it's just... um. There's, there's, okay, so they've got some, you know, AAA systems, and so they just have to, like, everybody has to dip their toe just a little bit too much into this garbage. Like, one example is the just random quests that pop up that you can, like, choose to go do for resources. You know, like, oh, shit, there's fucking red stuff on the walls you could shoot in this room that's totally across the fucking whole place from where you Better are. Better go there in the next 15 minutes. Yeah, they're yeah. timed. It's and 20 minutes, excuse me? Yeah. But, like, so this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen, and it's literally horrifyingly bad, in my opinion, because we literally were fighting a boss that I hit for almost the last point of its health, mm -hmm. and then it w and as I went behind this cover, and it pops up with this giant fucking text of, like, like da -da 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 -da. research, go to the communications and department. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got it, I got it. And I, like, walk out, and then I just have this, like, side-eye glance with this creature with one HP, like, oh, my God, and it's throwing shit at me, and I'm just like, excuse me. So it's just, um, so I'm personally offended. Um, I hate it because it hurt me. But, but it's just like did that. Did you not finish the boss? I, I did. Motherfuckers, Good. you better believe I dodged quick. <laughs> like, it's, I feel like a jet, you know? Just like where they walk into an angle, like, ooh, it's enough. And they just like, sort of like, <laughs> like get the fuck out. Like, but seriously, it's just like that stuff 
is so dumb. I can't even. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just wrong and hateful and hurtful. But it's just no. Like, I mean, I I don't this? like the time. I I don't like those either. Especially since they just yeah they they don't really seem to have a particular story beat. It just seems to happen at least in my opinion randomly. randomly. Yeah. Um. It's and yeah. it's it's just disruptive to the flow. Like I don't mind side quest territory of like you pick up. I don't know, you pick up a document in an office and it talks about, oh, like, go to the training course near, like, you know, in the reactor area. And you're like, okay, like, I'll go check that area out some point when I get into that vicinity. Like, cool. But otherwise, it's like, I, I do hate those, like, time-sensitive sort of quests of, like, you got to do this now. And so, like, if anything, it's just left me with a bunch of anxiety where I'm just like, I've been ignoring them. I let the timer expire. I don't even try to attempt them. And yeah. now I'm like anxious. I'm like, am I going to get the bad ending? Because yeah. I like just <laughs> haven't tried to go do anything. I'm like, surely this game would just be okay with people mainlining for the most part, right? Like, well, who knows? And, 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 and find they don't give you any payoff for the actual quest, like other than resources. Like, it's like they're not real quests. And the quests in this game are cool and interesting. Mm -hmm. So then when they throw you with a fake quest that has no value other than like resources which i don't even really fucking need it's just it's just with the well, timer and the on side it. quests in this so game are cool and interesting something. too except yeah. for these yeah well no i mean but then there's also the optional like challenges that you can select at the rifts uh or yeah. the control points rather um i think that that's actually why they made these like so uh, I have two theories. One of them is that uh, one of the people in charge of designing this game played Fallout 4 and chose yep. the worst mechanic from Fallout 4 <laughs> to put into this game. Mm -hmm. um, yes, James. That's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is that they made this, like, you can only have three of these challenges. Um, and you can choose to abandon a challenge or whatever but like you can't just like go back and do it um if you abandon it uh they put in these challenges and some of them are like this location kill kill people um and like if you've already cleared that location like i i don't know if there's going to be any like fighting happening in the executive branch until you know maybe much later in the game i have no idea right. um except for these little time things um right. but i do occasionally get the executive you know kill hiss whatever in the executive branch um so i think that that's part of why they have those um also like 20 minutes I, I've done all of them. I, I've gotten, like, three of them. I've just, like, fast-traveled to them and done them. Yeah. Um, 20 minutes is, like, more than enough time. Like, I would always never... I would never stop what I was doing to go and do them, and I never had a time issue. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. not that. It's just, like, they're they're just nothing. They're just, You're right. They're absolutely just nothing. They're just, like, a reason to do more of the combat. So, so they're, like, they're, like... Yeah, which, like, okay, but it's, like, they're nothing except giant text on screen, distracting, confusing, yeah. and potentially a giant, beautiful moment of mm -hmm. the game, and they just sit in your quest That's log. It, it feels like, it feels like fucking, 
modern video game design in the way where they're like, you can't have a clean inventory. Like, you can't have a nice quest log that you maintain. You have to just have a bunch of garbage in here. And you're like, I don't want your programmatically generated quests in my quest log. I want the ones with the story and the talking and the the narrative and the world building. And so it's just like, you don't get to choose. So you're like, okay, I guess I'll just accept that then. Yeah, I think to like in contrast to the like what gets me about them is like in contrast to the other quests in your quest log, which like there aren't a lot of yeah. this isn't like the Witcher where there's like just quest icons everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a pretty streamlined like give one main quest and like maybe like one side quest, but the side quests are pretty cool and they're usually like you're getting like a power or something like that. And then occasionally like just in contrast to that, there's just these kind of like I, I do feel like they're just, like, the developers are like, we got to put in a way for them to get more combat if they want more combat. Which, sure, I guess. But, like, otherwise, those are just kind of, like, nothing quests that just sit in your quest log for which, 20 minutes and make hilarious. you feel, like, maybe bad about you. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what's hilarious is, like, you don't need to give people more combat. If they want more combat, they can just do whatever quest is in their fucking quest log right then. Like, it's not <laughs> hard. Just go forward. Kill things. Um, Yeah. It's It's... It, okay, this is what it is. And I feel, yeah. I feel so like that's like the most egregious to me. And I think like what's lightly egregious is every once in a while just going through my randomly assigned fucking like mods and stuff with like random benefits. Like, oh, 17% plus versus 20%. And I'm just like, okay. I learned you can sort them by type, which is really nice. So you can see like really elegantly, like these three all do the same thing. So just dismantle everything that's not as good as the best one. Um, which is a nice way for me to solve the problem, but a better way for me to solve the problem is if they didn't give me any of that shit at all and if they gave me just meaningful upgrades. Like, it'd be cool, like, the one you guys are talking about, like... You, I mean, they do give you meaningful upgrades. Yeah, but but what about um, just those? <laughs> and not, like, all these other ones, and not, like, a, this is a slightly bigger one. Because, like, for instance, like, you know, we, it sounds like we all had different random buffs that were cool, uh, and, and that's cool. Like, one that I had was, that I got early on was if you kill someone right after you do 40% damage for... A certain amount of time and so it's like you kill one person with your you know gun and then you just like basically pop off and you can kill the rest like pretty insane uh fashion after that it's cool um it's just one of those things of like it's cool that i got it randomly i guess but you could have just put it somewhere and early on in the game and had someone find it that way and, and but like this is just it's just different structure different folks i i just i don't need the inventory managing here but okay triple a game Let's put it in there. It's not certainly not like giantly in the way, and you don't have to like engage with it a ton. Um, but it's just like there, and I wouldn't say it's like fun. I think though too, like compared yeah, but to also, something. I mean, so so this is for the listener. McCoy doesn't like <laughs> looking at his inventory. Like that's just like period. He doesn't like it. He mm-hmm. does. He doesn't want to have to open his inventory and look at what's in there ever. Um, like I mean in in these types of games like you didn't enjoy that in borderlands you didn't enjoy that in like any game that's even vaguely similar to that um so it's just not your thing like this is a mechanic that you could live without in any game right mostly Um, it's close and that's fine yeah and thank you for defending me against negative reviews but um. yeah it's like it's like so i'm trying to contextualize your your opinion here you know it's like i appreciate it that's perfectly fine. Yeah, know? I'm not saying, like, everybody else needs to feel this way. For me, it's it's specifically, like, it's not... 
it's not quite that I don't like opening my inventory. It's just that I don't like the act of sifting through garbage. That's what I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I mean I want to give this this game some credit where it's due. That I also think it's like pretty light on that compared to a lot of other big AAA games. We think about like I don't know the past year like the AAA games we've played like Cyberpunk for example like that loot system was I think arguably significantly oh, worse definitely. than this one. Mm-hmm. I think this one's like some of the upgrades are pretty like you know they they not like you get 0.5 percent you're getting like 20 percent more health yeah. or 20 percent of something or something good and I really do think they're fairly few and far between like when we think about. Like, how much time we're spending, like, looting lots of... Like, there's not usually more than, like, one item per room sort of thing. It's pretty sparse. And I appreciate all of that in the context of this game. Like, I don't feel like we're spending... I mean, and I'm just watching the game, so I'm not even doing it. I feel like for me, I'm like, it's nice that we aren't just, like, constantly picking up, like, every fucking, like, I don't know, nut and bolt on the floor. Being like, we need 300 more of these to make the next upgrade. I don't... I think it's a... Yeah, I think it's a fairly good system. I think we should give the game well, credit just, for it. it. But it's like it's a good system because it's light on these things. But that's I think right. an intentional choice that they made. Yeah, but but like, and I, I want to applaud you, them for but, that. But like, think about that for a second, though. It's like if you use if you do this system a lot, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do the system a little bit, and it's good. But like it's some okay. people live for these systems. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know, they're trying to find the middle ground between that person and you. Yeah. Yeah. I, so actually, it's interesting. The The upgrades themselves are meaningful, but then the differences between the different tiers of the upgrades are, like, not that meaningful so far. And so then it's, like, it's just interesting to me. Yeah. I, like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to, like, hold it against the game or whatever. It's, it's, it's a AAA game. They, like, had to do this. I'm sure they, like, took whatever designers didn't want to do this and had to, like, you know, sit them down and be like, you're going to randomize some stats on this thing, okay? That's what people love randomness it's like okay sure um, but they also i mean those the stats are randomized also because you can craft mods right you can spend currency and to craft mods um which is another reason to go and do those incursions um to get more currency to craft more mods uh or you can just choose not to and use the perfectly good one you found on the ground mm-hmm. yeah um I appreciate that. I don't know. It doesn't feel necessary. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, like, I I really haven't been spending all that much time, like, comparing. Actually, what I usually do is just sort all my mods by rarity and then just automatically sell, like, everything that's tier one, regardless of what it is. Like, I don't even care if it's, like, the only accuracy one that I have. Like, I just sell all that. But also, like, notably, I do think it's interesting, like, that the inventory limit for mods is like maxed out at 20 or something like that. So it's like you will fill up very quickly, but then to actually manage your inventory to be able to make room for like this one that you just found that you want to pick up is a very quick endeavor, which I appreciate Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, Like nothing irked me more than in like Prey when you're just picking up all of this junk and then you're just like, oh, well, I do I pick up this banana? Like, oh no, I need to look. Oh, there's I yeah. need to focus on soda cans. That's what I need yeah. to pop mm-hmm. up because that's mm-hmm. already in my inventory and that's the only thing that stacks. Like that really bothered me. And and the thing is, like that junk could be used to make craftable material, but you had to get to a recycler first. Like it was 
annoying. Cyberpunk was the same way. I think I spent most of that game, like, in my 80 hours of playing Cyberpunk, doing all the side quests, I still think 60 hours was spent in the yeah. inventory menus, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. dismantling guns, trying to figure out if 26.2 damage was going to be better than 26.5, but it's a three-round burst. <laughs> and exactly. So, like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, I hate that stuff yeah. so much. And they definitely simplified it in this to an extent. And I, I, I think it's just like there's so many different ways of approaching this problem. Like if you take the Borderlands 3 approach, they just upped the garbage amount by a lot. And then they decreased your inventory size by a lot. And so that's not a solution. That's the way to see what? hell. That's how they did that game? Yeah, it's horrifyingly bad. <laughs> it's just horrifyingly bad, James. Like it's just unbelievable because it's like... You just get nothing of value constantly. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, and then you like, but then you constantly fill up. So then you're like, what do I do with this? And you have to like, I'm pretty sure you have to like even like return to places to even sell. Like it's just yeah, you have to go find a vending oh, machine. Oh god. So because then there's like the Skyrim approach, right? Which is like you're gonna get a ton of garbage, but you have like a ton of space, like a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of space. So it's just like collect to your you fucking hearts. You have a hearts. lot of cheese wheels. Don't you? Can have you a, yeah. So in in a game like Borderlands 3 though you're just like never picking up the white things anymore right like only like like i think that is the correct way like for that purple game probably or higher. yeah mhm mm um oh but see like even that bothers me cuz i'm just i'm a compulsive picker upper mm -hmm. thing like i see an icon yeah. on a screen that says pick up and i need to get it off of my screen immediately. that's so that's yeah. that's why in a game like Path of Exile you create a loot filter uh, so it doesn't even show up on your screen. But, like, how Literally hilarious is that? Write a script mm -hmm. to yeah. filter things out. Yeah, exactly. How yeah. hilarious is that, though? They're like, the solution to this problem is just make it so you can't even see the garbage they're throwing at you. It's like a pro it's a like, solution for a problem that shouldn't have been there in the first place. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think all except, of these are. Except it's kind of a joy in the late game of, of Path of Exile to like see a chest open and just like 30,000 things explode out of it. Uh, and mm. then your loot filter is like, yeah, there's four things here. <laughs> <laughs> Which like fair, fair. You know, it's just like, and it's like, it's just different strokes for different folks. Like, like to me, I just don't like the junk of it. Like, like Cyberpunk was all junk all the time. The upgrades were so bad in that. And like Borderlands, the some of the earlier ones had like meaningful upgrades and it'd be like useful and I don't know. It's just what it is. Like this game tries to approach it by, yeah, we've talked about some of the ways, but the other way that it does it is it kind of just, I feel like they put this this loot system in that we're talking about, like in its light form as a way to like appease the like, yes, we're a AAA game, like please allow us to release on AAA platforms. Um, but like the amount of things that I look around and see in, in the world of control that I can't loot, that I'm like thankful I can't loot is like a thousand per room. It's like there's just bags everywhere and backpacks and desk drawers and fucking I'm just like sitting there with anxiety Pencils. like oh my yeah. god exactly yeah like it's all it all could be lootable and so the fact that they didn't make that all lootable is just like thank god dude yeah. thank god mm -hmm. yeah I just yeah. think we should celebrate them for the good choices that they did make yeah well I actually like I find myself with like looters anxiety in that game because like you know another game that I'm, I've been playing a bit of on the side is Dying Light, and Dying Light has much more loot, but much more garbage also. But, like, you know, it, it, it solves the garbage in a different way. Like, it auto-sorts all of the garbage that you pick up to be, like, garbage that you can just, like, 
auto sell Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even like show up really in your inventory like it does but like it's it's super out of the way so it's like you looted a lot of things you picked up a lot of stuff some of it mattered the rest of it is in large nondescript pile that you'll sell Mm -hmm. later and don't even have to care about you know and so but anyways like it has this this function this kind of it's not witcher sense exactly but it's kind of like that it's this pulse that comes out of you that like scans the room around you um, actually, it's kind of like um, Sherlock. Sherlock, yeah. yeah, it's very, it's very <laughs> Sherlock-esque. Yeah, and so it's like it's like Sherlock, right? Like it pulses and it shows you the things you can interact with in the room. And when I'm in these offices next to all these fucking duffel bags and shit, I'm like, give me the pulse, give me the pulse. Like, can I? Am I supposed to interact with that? <laughs> Fuck, that's a TV over there. Am I supposed to interact with it? But it's fine. It, it turns out, um, it's fine. That's the perspective of this game. Just, it's fine. Just enjoy. <laughs> like, if you don't want to go over there and search every room, don't just walk through it's all good yeah. you don't need that shit anyways so yeah i feel like i've come to the dishonor point pretty quick in this game where i'm like oh i don't need i don't need i don't need things i'd, I'd like things i guess but like i'm perfectly happy throwing people at people we're good to go <laughs> yeah 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 throwing things is great it's great i it's great. i am a little mad that i got baited by the very faint lines between like showing the dependencies in the skill tree there because the mm-hmm. uh, recharge energy while holding something that you're about to throw looks like it's on the like right hand side where you're like getting the different functional upgrades instead of the damage increase, but it's actually got a faint line to the left instead of above it. So it's at the end of the main one instead. Okay. See, that must be what's uh... happening to me, bro. Cause I can't get this one upgrade. Yeah. Cause I want to throw three things at once, bro. And I can't, yeah do it do i need to do the other side yeah, of the you need tree? to get the damage in yeah so i went all the way down the right side and then i was Me like too. wait i can't get it and then it was like oh it's got a dependency on this other thing like in the description it also says like requires this i see and i went and looked and it's like oh the line is like actually to the left so i'm nowhere near any of those upgrades which is interesting so i, I put like almost all of my points into through Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. So did we. There is nothing else. There, exactly. There is only throw. There's only <laughs> throw. There's only throw and like I put health in like one time because I was like, you know. I, I think I peer like... pressured you into that because I dump all my points into health when I play video games because like I just die constantly. So I think we, we were talking about like, what should we put points into? And I was like, well, you could never go wrong with health. You would ne- just put it in health. Just put one in health. You'll, be, you'll never regret it. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of like the Dark Souls rule, which is like health is never a bad thing stamina is never a bad thing that's pretty much it mm-hmm. damage yeah those three yeah never for in any form mm. yeah interesting james so james you're reading things and so i probably have a hundred times the distance as you because like you know oh, that's probably true yeah because i've spent like a couple hours reading things yeah and like a couple mm-hmm. hours yeah. of progress in this game especially if you're like just, just vibing madness. is like madness yeah yeah it's true. Like, we run it down mm-hmm. on fools. We're just walking into rooms, like, people have names and shit, and I'm like, that's the name it's going to say on your tombstone. Bam! Like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, I'll, like, sometimes you don't even notice that they're named until they're already practically dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, oh, was I supposed to care who that was? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, but, the, but I will say, like, you know, it's played in the way that you enjoy it. And so, like, fair play. Mm-hmm. You're getting value. I'm getting value. I think we're all getting value. So. Very sure. nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 
really happy this game is as good as it is. It seemed like it ought to be. It seems like it was going to be. Everything seemed aligned, and then it got its its day in the sun or so. Most people I know didn't play it, and then it kind of just disappeared, and so I was nervous. Like, well, maybe it's not as good as I thought, because it felt like it could have been one of those categories where people wanted to like it more than they actually did. And I think I want to like it as much as I actually do. And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That makes a really enjoyable experience for me so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say the game has glitched out on me once, um, which mm. was unfortunate. It did lead to me wasting a lot of time in a very underleveled area or overleveled area, mm. um, thinking mm. that's where I was supposed to go. Um, just because, like, I think it's when you get into research, there's like a red door that you like whenever there's like a red mass blocking a door you have to like find all those like red nodes and like shoot them down and then that area will clear um i did that i fought through like three waves of enemies in that room because every time i was stalling in that room trying to figure out where to go like more enemies would respawn and then finally i just like went down a shaft and there were like I was level three and there was like level seven enemies down yeah. there. And I yeah. was like, oh, this is where I need to go. Going in there headlong, just dying constantly. I'm like, I don't, is this what? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. finally I had to look it up. Cause I was like, this can't possibly be where I'm supposed to go. And they're like, oh no, you're supposed to go through this like one door that's supposed to like clear up once you shoot all the nodes. And I'm like, I did that. And it was like still red for me. I had to like, quit out of the game and reload back in and then it was cleared up but mm. a lot of time was wasted <laughs> there of me dying perfecting your your technique you're like wow these guys mm-hmm. one shot me this oh, is man. actually hard I but like- but that being said like so they they do try and i say like keyword try like they punish you for dying by taking away some of like your currency um but i have found that it hasn't been like game endingly punishing Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's at a scale where it's like it will give you like a heavy loss at first but then it just slowly starts to be like you're just gonna lose five this round just five and i'm like oh no it's a pity loss i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's um i want to say i saw a tooltip that said it was 10 percent yeah yeah 10 percent of what you currently have so if you want to do some crazy shit like you want to jump across some chasm Spend your shit. It costs you ten percent. Yeah. Spend your shit. Um. So I did. I got one of those like, like mini like challenges to like kill fifty people without dying, and I got up to like forty, and then I learned that fall damage does exist if you fall far enough, hmm. um, and and you you die. Yeah. Unless um, James, did you know that dash resets your your fall? So you can jump down anything you want and then dash at the right last second and just hit the ground like a motherfucker. Yeah. I feel like I don't have powers that other people have. Like Dash? You should have dash, bro. I don't have dash. (laughs) What? What? You don't have dash? I think that is that that is a side quest, I think. It's a side it's like the first side quest. Is it? Uh yes. I'm trying to remember when we got dash. I there's there's it's under the break room, isn't it? I don't know it's where the, the break carna- room is. It's the carnival horse. Yeah. I don't know where the break room is. Uh, just go to the room opposite of Ati's room. You'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, go get that dash, bro. I will oh, say, yeah. okay. I, I do think the... I, 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 have no, I had no... I was like, maybe we'll find the break room eventually? 
like it doesn't highlight uh, on your yeah. map in yellow bro i i i oh maybe i never highlighted the quest you gotta highlight the quest bro uh, you gotta track the quest, yeah. So like, you know that menu where you're like, where you're doing all the bullshit twenty minute quests. That's a menu where you can find things that matter. No, you know, yeah, <laughs> I you're feel right. Like you just and... really called James out unnecessarily <laughs> there. Oh, I'm just. I mean, come on, it's a fuck joke. Come on. Back off, King. <laughs> Damn, son. Damn. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you need dash, yeah. bro. Dash Dude, is sick as hell, bro. I've been I've been playing this whole game without dash. Dude, yeah. dash is great. Um, and then the other one, I just got another one that I couldn't find. So yeah, highlighting where the quest is on the map, I didn't really know that it would do that. I just thought it would kind of show up in the upper left hand corner. Um, I see. Because I don't really look at the map too much. You should look at the unless map. Unless I'm. <laughs> Wait, what? I I do look at it in one specific case, which is when I'm figuring out where the most efficient fast travel point is to get to a 20 minute <laughs> <laughs> james the I'm, map is so helpful the one yeah nothing. i'm just like constantly flickering up the map as i'm walking around so there's a oh, map really? james okay I, I don't okay no no no. i don't i don't well i mean i i i don't tend to feel the need to do that so that's interesting hmm. okay but there's a so there like i chilling. if i recall is there you guys on PC, is there two maps? Like one like large map and then one like quick map? Mm. No, no, maybe not. Because there's no. only a quick map thing that's easy to like flash up on. And it has a little like red triangle for where you are on the console. It's only that. Hmm. Yeah, that's the same one. Okay. And like you can still turn around while you're yeah. bringing it up. And stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that's the that's just the map. only one. Though. Okay. Yeah. I want to say you there was like tab another. And the map comes up. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to look at this again. I just like I was like looking for some other map that I thought. I think I when you bring up the quest menu, it also shows the map. Maybe, Maybe. that's what I was thinking because I don't think there's that same map uh -huh. in the quest menu on console. It's something. It's just like there's like some like minute difference that doesn't fucking matter, but it just confused me lightly after I tried both. Um, but yeah, hmm. like it shows you. So not only does it show you like where the thing is when you're fast traveling, like it it even highlights in yellow like the section, which is super badass um the department or whatever the fuck um but also like yeah it shows you on the map what the thing is you know like oh yeah this box like question mark question mark question mark but it's yellow you should get here um that will help a lot and like dude the, the other thing about side quests that like that actually the ones that are actually good that's cool is that the it's this is how you can tell they weren't generated by a computer it's like sometimes characters will actually tell you contextually like how to fit them in to your play if that makes sense. They'll be like, oh, yeah, like, hey, do this later, would you mind? But, like, let's go finish this. But, hey, if you want to come back here and do this, like, then it'll be – essentially, then it'll be available. And I don't know, but, like, I just really appreciated that, them being like, hey, I'm giving you a side quest, but don't do it now. It's all good. We'll do it later. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, cool. Like, thank you for showing me when to do this in the context of the pacing that you want for this game. And, like, like the clean up the, the furnace side quest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like that one. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. And and the little, did you read the note that you find in that room? I think so. From from a, a furnace researcher. Um, yeah, I think it's an audio log, so we actually listened yeah. to it. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. Well, you guys, I think I'll I'm see if I can find some volunteers. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I feel like we. I feel like we've done it. I feel like we've talked about the first first section. But I, I think the the honest truth is that we're all pretty much. I would imagine. I'm I'm speaking for everyone because this is my goddamn right, and I don't even consult them for it. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think we're just. I'm under duress. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think we're just ready to get back to it. To be honest, like this was one of those games yeah. where I was like, cool. Let's play. I'm. Um, let's go. Let's play more. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish it. I I personally like. You can play this game all sorts of different ways that you like. This is one of the games for me that I like to play in like long sessions, because I just like actually like mm-hmm. I get into it and I just like vibe. Um, but of course, you could split it up and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, but it's cool because it, it it definitely like is great value for like a long session if you want. Like it's very it, the intrigue and like the gameplay and everything just like hold together. I would say like really well for for just keeping your attention for long periods of time. Um, mm-hmm. so... And I would say that it's on the game pass except it's leaving the game pass on the 17th um oh so i'm gonna have to buy it on the xbox store or something in order to keep my progress if i don't finish it by then (laughs) (laughs) that will be an absolute travesty Uh (laughs) yeah but you know I i think i'm buying it there but you know, I was always talking about the value of second playthroughs. So you could just forcibly second playthrough yourself like halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nothing that's wrong right. about that, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, dude, I say we get out of here, man. I think we got it. I think we got it done. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to finish this up next week. And we're all very excited. I don't know how I was going to end this. I have taken the mic and now I want to drop it. So let's <laughs> hit the stop button. <laughs> You should just drop your actual mic. I will say, like, for some reason the other day, I was like, I was like holding my mic, and then it just like came off the the mic arm. I cannot explain to you how that happens because it's like screwed in, but mm-hmm. it just like came off, and I was holding it in my hand, and like the person was like talking, and I was like, "Holy shit, what do I do?" I'm just holding a mic, like, uh, and I, I felt like I was like on for, like uh, like stage performing and stuff because I'm holding a mic that's not supposed to be held, like in my hand, and I'm just like <laughs> performing, like. <laughs> what's the deal with that anyways let's get out of here um let's go let's please go let's go. okay yep no that that's definitely happened like you did it with your road microphone yeah or not road. are you sure yeah yeah uh, yeah because yeah, that happened to me once and so then i was like trying to like just i don't remember what episode it was it was definitely last year it might have been prey actually where like i was just like slowly trying to screw it back in but i was like looking at the sound waves as i was doing it being mm-hmm. like just don't make any noise i listen back to it though you can't hear it whatsoever no. flawless execution on my Good job. exactly exactly <laughs> that's the kind of clutch moments we look for from zoe yeah yeah right. craig's like i'm fucking gone also be fucking gone i know exactly exactly um nice. the thing is the oh I, I hit the stop button like a yeah. very long time ago oh, I, i'm recording. already uploading <laughs> unlucky oh i don't i don't I don't ever stop until until we're done. Well, I mean, Zoe put out a very clear signal that we're done, and I guess yeah, but like I got it. But then I think McCoy ignored it, and so <laughs> yeah, wasn't me. We're still here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do. there's sometimes some great conversations to happen. True, true. Yeah. Uh, Is this one of them? We'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. This, that's right. If I can piece it the together. What the fuck is this yeah. game called? Control. 
control. Control. Okay, well, you've got to hit the stop button now. 